Welcome to Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. How's everybody doing this evening? Thanks for having me. I'm doing Doing great. Doing good. How about yourself? Awesome. How have things been since? It was July. End of July is when I saw you. You were at uh, the Hemping in Texas Expo that we threw. Texas, yes. Um, Things have been really well. I've been doing different events uh, as my health permits. Um, Because when I do an event like that, it takes, oh boy, it takes me at least a couple of weeks to get through it. Um, The after effects of my body hurting, because of course, I'm in pain 24-7. And um, I've been able to get out the word and communicate to people and let them know that you know, I, and, and the good thing, well, not only to let them know that I'm not the only one. And the cool thing is when you find other people that have relatives that are going through the same path that I am, you know, and have struggled for so many years, you know, just on my own, you know, so things have been going well. I've been, you know, taking it one step at a time because that's, that's the way it is when you're in pain with arthritis 24 seven and the fibro and that's not including the PTSD. You know, I'm not a soldier, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I, I am a survivor. And sure. uh, the cool thing is I since you know, the bottom half of my body really doesn't want to work that well with me. Um, I use my hands and my brain <laughs> and I started creating grinders for women. Actually, it, the idea came with uh, going to the corner store. I love Bob Marley. I love him. He, he, I mean, his products are amazing, but I wanted to see something for me, something that, you know, would show, show me and my personality. And that was jewelry. That was vintage jewelry. And that's not included. I mean, that's not, how do I say it? Um, that's including, uh, Swarovski crystals, pearls, um, turquoise. I mean, I've had so much fun with it and God has given me the hand to be able to do this and share this with women and really be able to talk to them, you know, and, and share my feelings as well as hear theirs. You know, this is what I'm going through. I'm not, you know, you're not the only one. There's so many millions of women, I could say billions that are going through this and don't know what's happening because there's many times where I'm hurting and I don't know what's going on, but describe, uh, describe what it exactly is you have. Cause you put it in your message towards us about, um, yeah. By your arthritis. Well, my arthritis started when I was in third grade and my little body said, no, ma'am, come back here. My mother put me in gymnastics three, two and a half months later. I woke up with what I called marbles on my fingers, uh, oranges on my elbows, uh, grapefruits on my knees and the marbles on my fake toes. And it was where you see Nadia Comaneci, you know. I was in gymnastics, you know, I was, I was enjoying it. I was at the part where you see her doing the powder and she's practicing and she does a powder like this. And I was getting ready to do the barbells. And the next day I woke up, I had done the barbells as a matter of fact, which was one goal. And, uh, I woke up and I had all these knots on my elbows and my knees and my mother took me and, uh, I was the, how do you say it? test baby for Ecotrin, you know, I, I had it in third grade. And after that, it continued to when I was in 10th grade. And after 10th grade, I had to change schools because I couldn't do the stairs anymore. But that was also a blessing too, because the other school I went to was really 
about fashion and, you know, just my whole world of creativity started there, I believe. But, yeah. 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 And this is something that manifests different with each person as well. Um, I have rheumatoid arthritis. I got it while I was in the Navy and it went mm-hmm. after my lungs of all things first. And mm-hmm. then there's the issues you talk about where it's like your body just doesn't cooperate. And it's yeah. like, I have random teas where it's like, I feel immensely drained of yeah. like every, of just life. You're, you're, uh, well, every muscle hurts simultaneously. They call it biomechanical, bio, what's it called? Biomechanical pain syndrome, you know, where you have it in different places. But, um, yes, I've been to many, many, many emergency rooms. Um, I was on Mexitrixate and Embryol from 2020, let's see, 2015 all the way to 2017. And I decided to go to Colorado because my daughter lived there. And I went to Colorado. And um, my three emergency visits there were paid for. I thought was a was um, a grant, but it was actually foundations, THC foundations. And I haven't found my letters yet because we've been, I've been moving, you know, going place to place. But, you know... It's one of those things where you go to the emergency room and you're seen and you're seen as a person as opposed to a uh, a number. You know, um, I saw the tax dollars in Colorado work when I went to the emergency room yeah. the last time before I came home. And that was um, everything from the hospital being seen within five minutes, you know, being here in San Antonio where I waited for five hours and my dad took me to another hospital where I was on. I was seen in an hour. It's like, but now it's even worse because everything's inundated. But what I want to talk to about also is the tax dollars and what is it done for other states? You know, what it can do for our state, because there's so many people that are hurting. Everybody's going to the outskirts of Texas. You know, there's billions of dollars there that have already been generated millions, really. And it's really sad to say that nobody's listening they're not listening and text the revenues are astonishing in all these states around us, you know, and my thing is how do I speak loudly as a person, as a mom, as a grandma, you know, as somebody who, I mean, I've been in the public eye, you know, I, I've been there and I've been in the corporate world. <laughs> I've been there. And uh, the cool thing about it is that I've learned from it and learning from being in pain 24-7, I'm the poster child of pain 24-7. I had a doctor tell me, Miss Miss Mora, you're you're too pretty. You're too pretty to be in here. I see that there's so much wrong with you. And I said, sir, look at me really good, okay? Look at me, okay? Because I may be really pretty, but I'm that poster child for 24-7 pain. And it's not fair. Um, I do see some doctors that are starting to, you know, support CBD in Texas. And a lot of my doctors understand why I went to Colorado to get off these medications because they were toxins in my body. And I want to ask you, you obviously have found cannabis uh, as a a treatment. So explain, explain to our our viewers and our listeners how how you found cannabis, what way you used it and and how it helped. When I went to Colorado, I was introduced to a uh, solvent, a THC solvent. Because I have hips. I have hips. I have knots on my hips. And if I do not use that THC solvent, the knots will come back with a vengeance. I've been battling this for a long time. And the THC solvent helps. My doctor asked me, okay, Priscilla, so what is this supposed to pain? The pain pills. Okay, sir, you have me on 13 medications, okay? 
I'm on 13 medications and you want to give me the narcotics and the muscle relaxers and all that, that will take maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes to kick in when, you know, there's some THC gummies around that even the gummies, it's an instant release. It's not like I have to wait for that to release. Um, another thing with fibromyalgia is that you feel like somebody's pulling a rubber band really, really, really tight and they won't let go until something pops or or you uh, use the solvent, you know, on on your your neck or your muscles. I mean, this has been a blessing for me to be able to get off Impro, be able to get off, you know, those, those medications People, are nasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it, it, it really is. And it ate me up for a while, you know, so. You know, I just see the world as a place that we all have to educate ourselves. I've done so much research, you know, on uh, that was my job. I did research for companies. But my thing is, do not harness the word of, oh, you're just a pothead, you know, because it's not true. My mother said, as long as you graduate and you do something and okay, if you are doing that, then fine. She said, but you have to do something with yourself because if not, you're letting yourself down, you know? So, you know, I I used to go to schools in Laurel Steel, Burbank High School and and show my paintings, you know, to, you know, kids and and see their reactions of, oh, you've, you know, you've inspired me to be a teacher. You've inspired me to be a designer or, you know, just everything that comes along with what I did before I got sick, because I did have a stroke in 2012. Mm. Uh, I, I had a stroke. Um, I missed my mother. <laughs> and there was other things there that buried it all down. But I came back. A lot of people don't, you know, I, I'm, I, this is my year. I'm here. <laughs> you know, I just want to get the news out that we are sick. And I am going to do what I have to do to fight for our right to be able to medicate ourselves and do what we have to do in order to have our bodies here on this earth, which is one, and be here for my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. You know, I want to do what my grandmother did for me. You know, I, just, I haven't thought to look into it with Colorado. Does Colorado tax the medical side, the medical purchases that patients make? Oh, does it tax the medical side? I've really looked really on that, that you know, that not just. Oh boy. Because I know here in Texas, Texas, we don't. We don't tax the medical side. I know California yeah. doesn't either. And that's yeah, the, and that be, and that becomes a tricky thing with we want to collect tax revenue from it. We want to be able to direct it towards things we're lacking in. But yeah. we've watched as states like California have had issues where they put a tax on it and it just drives the black market crazy. And I mean like it fuels it. Well, part of that is the the size tax they want to yeah. put on it. You know, well, it's, it's, it should be no different than any other sales tax that they're well, going to yeah, tax. Regardless of what tax they put on it, it's going to do wonders for Texas. I mean, I saw what it did for Colorado for me to go into a general hospital and wait five minutes as opposed to five hours. You know, and that's the thing. <laughs> their their rate is not anywhere near like what Chris was saying. The excise tax, like California's put on it, I think theirs is like at 30, 35%. It's insane. Yeah. Basically, it's it, 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 got, it got to the point where people went, I'm not buying this here. I'm going to go grow it elsewhere or get an yeah. illegal grow. They put an illegal <laughs> grow up. And we had to re- I reported about two weeks ago about how there's a human trafficking issue going on in California where they're bringing immigrants from all the way from New York to run illegal grow operations. And the police were quick to admit they went, there's not enough licenses. There's not enough licenses because they charge so much. 
And then they've yeah. taxed it so much, we can't grow enough to keep up with the demand. Like you said, the demand is there, but people are going, I'm not paying that for that for those products. Yeah, it's That's the tax, right. tax That's rates right. that are keeping the black market alive. That's true. And and it's really sad because our tax dollars could be working for us instead of yeah. against us. And mm-hmm. we could be a prosperous green state. And it doesn't have to be, you know, re- recreational. Give me medical. You know, yeah. I did go through uh, the Texas oh God, uh, our Compassionate Use Program. program. Compassion Act. And I, of course, I was approved. I did a class online. I did the the whole did everything, and then it told me about the doctors. Well, the doctors was going to call me three hundred dollars every two weeks. That's not including my medication. And I thought, holy smokes! You need to find a new doctor. No way! <laughs> yeah. That was when yeah. I started. You okay. Know? And so I kind of just stepped back and said, mm, I don't want this. You know, there's no way. So why not take the trip to Colorado? Why not to take the trip to the other states where we shouldn't be doing that? It's, the logical sense would be, okay, tax it to where it's, it's logical, to where it's reasonable, you know, do it. But then again, sometimes it's not fair, you know, and it's not fair to us. It's not fair to me or anybody in my condition, you know, yeah. I just don't want to die early. <laughs> you know, I want to live. And as long as I'm here on this earth, I am going to speak about what it is to live with pain and what it is to be a Texan, Latina, Mexicana, you know, like my grandchildren say, you know, who, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to go into our first sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55 Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages. is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta 8, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams, and Gramps.
Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. Man, we were just talking about doctors, and we have we actually have a bit on our little sponsor message, and I can't make that go away, and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> For those of you who are listening and not watching the video, I have a title that goes up on the top of our video, and it would not let me deselect it. <laughs> I'm, I'm nothing about not going away with Thrive. I love you guys, Thrive. You guys are awesome. Two thumbs yeah, they up. Are. Absolutely. If if you did not know, Priscilla, they are sponsoring. They're a co-sponsor for our marijuana march mm-hmm. in what, well, like I about what, I... 10, 10 days, 10, 15 days, Chris? I know. It's, uh, like 10 as well. No, it's under 14. So about 13 days now. October 8th. They're one of the, the co-sponsors for that march. And then um, they, they, they offer... We, we affiliated with them because they're sponsoring with us. They all, anybody can actually affiliate with them to do uh, appointments and it's a 15% off appointment code. So there's cool. the veterans get their first one for free. And then anybody who winds up finding a code such as like the one we have on our Texas vet coast site. And, right. we, and, and we've done what you were talking about. We've come up with like a list of steps to, to help people get prepared for an appointment that when they get their medical records together especially veterans because a lot of them don't realize that they can get their, their information directly from the VA online easily. Yep. That, that's amazing. But no, that really but no $300 appointments. <laughs> more, oh, like, no, no. <laughs> more like under a hundred dollars an appointment. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. Yes. It, it makes a difference. I mean, when you have somebody that'll work with you or a company, you know, that'll work with you as opposed to, okay, this is what it is. And, and so it's confusing sometimes, but at the same time, you know, it's all about education, you know, and letting yourself, oh boy, just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm releasing myself out there, you know, to tell people that you're not alone, you know, we're, we're not alone and we shouldn't be. And I find that we're not as many people that I speak to at these different, you know, little events that I do first Fridays and stuff like that. Um, it's really, really amazing to have people come up to you and just say, Priscilla, thank you. You know, thank you for, you know, letting your voice out. You know, thank you for letting people know or, you know, just just telling my story because it it's just one of those things that I had to do. I understand. Totally. Yeah. And say everybody's got, I don't want to say just a different story, but there's a different perspective and something you were you were alluding to earlier is that when you find people who have a family member that's dealing with a similar issue and they're mm-hmm. looking for an answer and they've finally gotten to that point, I don't want to call it desperation, but that's really what it is, where they're like, I don't know what corner to turn to go get an answer and help myself. Yes. And sadly, in our state, it's becoming one of those things of that's the only thing left that seems to change minds on this topic. Yeah. Is that it's, like, well, it's not until it happens to them. And it's like, yes, yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say. Unless it happens to you or unless you're in pain for a toothache or imagine that toothache lasting for years mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or, you know, mm-hmm. but it's because my pain is stabbing, shooting. It's just, you know, it's affecting my toes now because I have sciatica down both my legs. I have performance syndrome. I have a. Uh, the turnitis and bursitis on both my hips, you know. Yes, it's a struggle for me every day. But the nature that my grandmother gave us 
or that our family gave us is always a happy nature. You know, I could be crying on the inside, but I'm smiling on the outside, you know, but in a sense, it's one of those things that you have to speak up. I feel that I have to because I can't keep quiet anymore. I see more and more young people suffering too. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it shouldn't be like this. And how can we make that to where it's a positive thing for everyone involved? You know, how do I take it to Mr. Abbott? (laughs) That's, that's something that I battled with for years before I even got into this was the, um, how do you make this a, a positive for all? And there are certain situations where there there's there's going to be somebody who loses out and we have to accept at times of like there's I don't want to call it a casualty. They're not a casualty, but they are almost like collateral damage to the answer. Um, there's somebody who's going to fall through the cracks. And the reality with this for once is that there isn't anybody who loses out when we move this forward because there's just those who don't need it and they're not hurt by it because they don't need it. And there's those who need it and can get it and they can, and they're not hurting anybody else by doing this and using it for their medicine. Yeah. Yes. But to, it's like I was explaining it to somebody the other day. This is not like alcohol where I continue to drink, 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 and it's going to make me to where I cannot focus, function, whatever, you know, with me, with the gummies, I I'm sorry, but I am a creative person and it enhances my creativity. Um, but it, it, doesn't make any sense that, you know, any of this should be the way that it is. And I think that with the awareness that this is a medication, um, yes, of course, some people like to, you know, that's fine and dandy. But my thing was to educate the elderly people or, you know, that they think it's just, you know, hey, you know, but it's not. It's one of those things where, you know, you go to Colorado and you're sitting in the car waiting for your line and turn, you know, your turn in line. And, you see this little old man get out of his car and uh, he gets out really slowly and he goes to the wife and he lets her out and they're walking to the dispensary and he says, come uh-huh. on, honey, we're going to go get our medicine. And yeah. it's like, oh, I'm next in line. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it's those kind of things where it's like, let me do what I need to do for my body. You know, let me have others help me because so far I'm in the dark, you know, uh-huh. I'm in the dark. You know, I don't want to. Uh, uh, it's just one of those things where people need to open their eyes, open your eyes, Texas. We're well, coming, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's like you say, uh, you know, if, if nothing else, let's talk about the medical side of it. Yes. You know, number one, their number one argument is, you know, well, we can't, we can't, we can't because, you know, then everybody's going to do it. Well, excuse me. Number one, first and foremost, anybody and everybody who wants to, no matter their age, race, ethnic group, religion, upbringing, etc., if they want to, they're gonna, or they already are, period. Yeah. Or they already yeah. have, and they've decided it wasn't the thing for them, and they've moved on. Yeah. So move away from that. Why? Yeah. Because of that fear of something you're not stopping anyway. That's my number two point. Why? Because of that fear you're not stopping anyway. Do we have to keep it from those who need it and could benefit from it? It makes no sense. I, w- yeah. I, w- I want to throw something in there. That is not a fear. I have been hearing that lately. That they, they, they say you know, we fear this is going to happen. They don't really well, yeah. fear. It's not a fear. No, no. It's fear not makes fear. you puts you in fight or flight mode. They're not doing either one of those. It's no. one of those things where what do I have to do to change your mind? 
What do I have to tell you? Like, what give we me have the to money. <laughs> give me the money. You know, who do you I have to speak to? Right you know, there. what do I have to do? You know, it's one of those things where I, I'm not walking into this blindly. You know, I'm walking into this with open eyes and open arms because, sure. you know, I'll take anybody else who, you know, needs the comfort, you know, in order to move to the progression where we need to move. And that's for it to be on the ballot. I mean, I've seen all the percentages of how many Texans want it, how many don't. It's like, okay, put it to the test. You know, let's do it. But of course, I know that takes a lot of red paperwork, but we can turn that green. And we don't know that takes about six years. (laughs) And we don't do ballot initiative here in our state, unfortunately. They would have to pass it through a supermajority, through both houses, both the House and the Senate. Governor sign it. Then it goes to a ballot. We vote on it. Then they get to decide how it's written and, and what like, we get and what we don't like, get. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like baking. <laughs> it's like baking. I mean. They say you got to do the cooking by the books, but our legislature wants you to cook the books and give them the money. <laughs> well, you know, you can't have the whole pie and a piece of the other one, too, you know. You, <laughs> well, they think you can. Uh, I can. Well, I, they say you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I buy two cakes. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Make sure you save me a piece. You know, it's it's about all about education. It's all about mm, opening your mind to something that's always been there and you've labeled it differently. Well, guess what? Label it something else. May, label it medical because yeah. it's a medical necessity in my point of view. And Un- Unpopular yeah. opinion about with what you're, you're, you're saying there is that um, a doctor was telling me recently that if you're in the medical program and these uh, the, the judges or whoever, you go to court and they're like, well, you know, we're, we, we're and this is a true fear that we fear you're going to be using this just to get high, intoxicated, then go out driving around. And then the medical program is the doctor's okay. talking about, if you're getting high, you're not using it right. You're, we need to move back your dose for that, that specific thing that's causing that for you. And then... From there, the reality is, is if you keep going past what you're supposed to be going past, you're actually abusing it. And people are like, you can't abuse this. And it's like, if you don't use it the way you're supposed to use it to help yourself and your health, and you take it beyond that to a point where you're just, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's abuse. <Your> <laughs> well, it shouldn't be a reason to get rid of it, but it's one of those things of, it's very nuanced in how we talk about this. Because well, it's not the traditional medicine that like you buy at Walgreens. No, but CBD you do. Mine doesn't. I wish they would. <laughs> <laughs> well, my doctor's office sells it. My paint, my surgeon, my spine clinic sells it. They give you samples of the gummies and the CBD and the CBD because they know that it's coming. And my general doctor said, Priscilla, you you have to do whatever you have to do for your pain. And if there's all these lotions that I'm giving you that are not working, then you do what's best for you. You are the patient. You're the one that's sick. You're the one that's feeling this every day. And yes, it might come with a little, hey, but guess what? I'm medicating myself the way that I think I need to with already the medications that I take. It's too much, you know, adding in some Norcos or some, you know, some Somas and all that. I'm sorry. I I can't do that. You know, you're not the person I would say that employers when they talk about we fear this we don't like this and you're not the person who's about to go work a forklift i can understand them going hey well you know we're concerned about somebody who gets in that uh, state of mind 
and it's going to go oh. operate heavy machinery. I'm pretty sure Chris understands this very well, given yes, the construction. <laughs> yes, some bozos. Because they don't let you. They don't let you have the other stuff either. It's not like you can go in there and be like, "Oh, I was popping Vicodin before work and yeah, no. my pain." No, you, still, you can't do that either. Oh well, no, you can't show that you're baking it. You know, you. I mean, I've seen people fall asleep, and I know that they've just come from physical therapy and they're in a lot of pain. But what do you do? As long as they're productive and they do their work. I, I can't judge. Exactly. Yeah. We're not here to judge each other. We're here to lift each other up. Because if you stomp on a bug, but I'm sorry, if, if you do that enough, it's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to go into our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective podcast. It is that time during the show. I am your host, Jesse Williams. I am joined by co-host Gramps this week. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages where we'll have more discussion about our medical program and getting people active in Texas. Cultivators is a sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams, and Gramps. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week, I'm joined by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. How is everybody doing? Doing good. We're doing fine. I'm sorry I ended up uh, with our la my last word being a bug. <laughs> a bug, a.k.a. a roach. A roach is a bug, and I always welcome in a show about cannabis. <laughs> I always say that if you step on one long enough, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so, um, my thing is, I just stay out of the way. <laughs> but there, there's a lot going on, you know, with this March coming up. I'm, I was really excited. I wanted to participate. But of course, I can't. I'd have to be in a wheelchair and it's too much. 
it's it's too much. But of course, I pray for everybody that's going to be out there. Um, I think it's going to be a wonderful event. And um, I wish everyone the best. I think that they need to hear us loudly. And if you can speak for me, great. Speak. Priscilla, <laughs> you know, we, we'll manifest you at the at the event. I promise. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's going to be really neat, and I'm excited. You know, it, it's yeah. Awesome. You know, one of the things you I wanted to touch back a little bit. One of the yeah. things you you touched on uh, right before the break was uh, what your doctor said to you that you need to do what's best for you. If it means you've got to do this and you've got to do this much of it, you know, blah blah blah. That is the kind of thing that we've got to get the lawmakers to understand. We need to relieve the restrictions. It needs to be decisions based on how you're going to administer it and how you're going to, I mean, what what type of, of product you're going to get. Yes. That needs to be decided upon by patients and doctors, not not lawmakers, you know. Yes. Uh, that's one of the biggest things, I think, one of the biggest hurdles we have facing us right now that, and one of the biggest changes that we can bring about. And we've got doctors in our legislature that are all for it. And they even, mm-hmm. then here, this is a little bit interesting about, I see they're all for it. Even the ones that have this last session were like, because mm-hmm. my senator, my at least my former senator, I'm not going to be in her district anymore. Donna Campbell mm-hmm. in 2019, I, my letter to her was not about, oh, I'm, I'm a patient. I need this. My son is autistic. He needs that. It was, you are a doctor. And I believe that you and the position you're at and the party you're with and the politics you preach, that you would be the type of person who would not want the government telling her as a doctor how to treat her patients. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she had a bill that was like, this needs, and was talking, this needs to be a doctor patient relationship. And mm-hmm. that quickly went away when she got ready to go to the floor with it. And everybody had a word, including Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. And it became obvious, like my comment at the time was, I was like, they told her after she did that, they're like, yep, you fall on the sword for this one. You, uh, we don't tolerate that. And then I got word through the grapevine. That's pretty much what happened because she had shown support and had that attitude that she had preached about with doctor patient relationship in her field. They went, nah, we not approved on the floor out in town. Yeah. Campaigning. Sure. Not in reality in our, our legislative session. Yeah. Well, people are still surprised when I tell them my surgeon has gummies. My surgeon has, you know, CBD gummies, has CBD lotions. And they're like, what? I'm like, yes, because they're giving me what it is that they feel that, I, you know, I need. And you know what? They're pretty good. They're, you know, they're not bad. They're pretty good. And they do help. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you guys wake up, wake up, because I, yeah. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> be willing to bet in this day and age with the uh, hemp derived Delta nine market expanding mm-hmm. and blowing up like it is that it would not be too hard to find a doctor's office in Texas that has Delta nine hemp derived gummies on the shelf. Yes. Mine, well, mine had full spectrum hemp oil, uh victory medical until uh, a parole officer <laughs> contacted <laughs> them and was like, how dare you be allowing a doctor to prescribe an over-the-counter substance that has THC in it to people on parole. You are fueling the the drug addiction crisis in this country. (laughs) And you're, you're not helping us clean the streets. And man, they had the best, this is the best classic reply they could ever give was 
He told this parole officer over the phone, you want to clean the streets? Come on down to Victory Boulevard in Austin, Texas, and get the homeless camp that's near my office out of here. Because when my patients leave, they have fruits and vegetables thrown at them. They have drinks thrown at them. The street's a mess. It's actually dirty. You want to clean the streets? Come on down here and take a look before you talk to me about cleaning the streets. And then, yeah. and then the overall owner of the facility said, you know what? Get rid of most of those products on the shelf that have THC in them because we're not taking that risk anymore at this state. And, and that's sad because they're trying to help people, you know, and at yeah. the same time, they're it's kind of like um, you're being judged and which is a thing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of my peers like step away from me, you know, or don't answer me. And it's like, it's OK. You know, um, you're not living my life. You know, you don't predict yeah. what it is that I have to do for me. You know, you, you just have to aware yourself and know that. This is a medication. And if you don't accept it, I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing I could do for you. I can educate you and let you know that, hey, it helps me. It could right. help you. I know you're in pain. It could yeah. help you. But if you don't accept it, I, I don't know. I can't lead you to, I, you can't lead a horse to water unless there's something else special on the other side that you really want. Well, I, 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 I'll say that a little differently. You can lead a horse to water all day long, but you can't make him drink. Well, you can. If there's something, you can if there's something on the other side that he wants. Yeah, True. that's what I was horse trying drugs. To <laughs> you, can lead a, you can lead a horse to water, and it'll drink it if there's horse drugs in it. That's a known fact. <laughs> so, so tell us, Priscilla, where? Tell us a little bit more about your your grinder line and and where people can find your products. That's something oh, I've been these, interested to hear about. Well, these are pretty cool, and like I said, I may I use vintage jewelry. I use vintage brooches, sequins. This was a bro broken necklace, and I've think I've perfected my peaks pretty good. Um, these, I normally go to events and I'll show it on the website of events of where we're going to be at. Cause like I said, my health really isn't too good, but um, we're looking at putting them on Instagram this week. And um, I've gotten some really good reviews from people because simply they can put it on their dresser and say, look at my pretty little trinket. It looks like a trinket. That's what it looks like a trinket box. But it's something that a lot of people will say, oh, I like this one because it has umbrellas, you know, or I like this one because it's got a bear bear on it, you know, or, or I use uh, old jewelry, like stuff that we use for arts and crafts. Mm -hmm. And there's this like, you don't use this for necklaces anymore. <laughs> so I, I put them into the grinders. And this is something that has been really a passion for me. You know, they're coming together on their own. And people will say, well, how long does it take you to do them? Uh, 45 minutes to do four. So the prep time is what the kicker. But um, yes, I also do necklaces as I have for the parent. I have to have for the child. And um, because they start looking at, oh, oh, no, no. I have to have something for the child, which I use a lot of the vintage brooches and jewelry and just things that the kids would like so that that way they have something else to look at. And of sure. course, I make keychains, and that this is something I do to get out um, mm -hmm. because I don't get out much. And uh, this is something where I can release my expression and you know see people and talk to people. Because, like I said, I used to be out and talk to people. I used to be on Great DSA. I've done you know many talk shows and things like that, but I have not been in this. How do I say it? I don't want to say limelight in this light. 
for a while because I've been battling for a while, you know, and my thing is to give something to a woman that's really precious, you know, for Christmas or, you know, for their birthday and say, here, we know you're in pain. And, you know, it came, you know, the CBD grinder, I labeled that on square and they said, you're selling CBD. And I said, no, it's a grinder made for it. So, you know, you get caught in the logistics of that. Well, we need help. We need what you're putting, how much percentage you're putting of the CBD. And it's like, it doesn't work that way for me. So yeah, I pretty much, you know, use the website of Vivid Chica, my Instagram of Vivid Chica at Vivid Chica and uh, TikTok and LinkedIn and let people know what it is that I'm doing and what it is that I'm looking to fight to do, you know, it, bring it on, you know, <laughs> come on, Texas, jump aboard, show people Amen. in can this market coming up. Can you put that grinder back up? I want to see, I'm going to give yeah. it full screen. I want to see how big that thing is. Oh, let's see. This is, this is one right here and it's got a, some vintage pieces in it. This one right here, it's, it's got a brooch that was broken. And uh, I took it. I need to move this way. And um, some of them are heavy. Some are light. The scale on these is maybe four and a half. I like I like that because like I'm six foot five. If you don't remember uh-huh. when we were at the Hemping and Tex Hemping and Texas mm-hmm. Expo, I'm a big guy. I got I got monster hands. <laughs> so it'd be great to have something I'd be like at. And um, oh, and, then, and then for all you ladies out there who you're like, my hands aren't big. Well, you can put it in your purse or a sock and. Beat intruders with it as they come after you. The thing oh, looks like it's got yeah. some weight on it. <laughs> the ones with turquoise, those are heavy. I'm like, oh, be careful with this one. <laughs> but you know that it derived from you know the CBD, you know, and and it, it'll grind your parsley just as well as it'll part. It'll grind your pepper. So it's a really cool, different way of doing it. Instead of just being a plain resin, it's kind of got a 3d effect you know with all these they're all different this one has a little knob on it all different use and i utilize i like i like how that one looks that's that is that is me for some reason i call this the party one it's really light there's some that are like extremely heavy this one of course has texas you know see the state of texas in there of course texas in there and um this is what i do i started something else which i started my own uh (laughs) <laughs> Loteria. And this one is is a toki, el toki toki. Um, it's just something that I wanted to do for myself. And I don't know, a lot of it derived from just doing things. I took these lottery cards and I made keychains. This one's of course El Sapo, you know. So this is sapo, just something sapo, sapo. <laughs> this is just something that I do to clear the space in my head, to, you know, just declutter, you know, and really keeps you busy my- and keep your yeah. mind active. Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. You got we'll, to. we'll plug your website one more time. We're, we're going to wrap up this episode, Priscilla, give everybody your it's, information again. It's vividchica.com. Also at vividchica via Instagram. I look forward to seeing you guys out there. Have a great day. Thank you for having me and God bless. We thank you for joining us. So thank you for joining us on the show. It was really thank great you. having fun, very fun time having you here. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. You ever need me? I'm here. <laughs> All righty, that is going to do it for episode 55. I'm your host Jesse Williams. This week I'm joined by co-host Gramps. 
This week is episode 55. Our guest was Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. You can find more information at vividchica.com. That's going to do it for this week. Make sure you hit that like button and you subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can probably subscribe over there too. They give you a nice notification every time one of our episodes comes out. That way you know what's going on, whether it's a Thursday or Monday, whenever we do an episode. So we hope everybody has a great week. We hope to see you at the Marijuana March and Freedom Festival, October 8th. And everybody have a wonderful week.